I'm your host, Rob Carbone. This is BD4. All right, we're good. What's up, everybody? Uh, what's going on? Sorry, we just tried to start this thing about 10 minutes ago. I had some technical difficulties. We're up. We're ready to go. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your day. Um, as you are listening to this, it is most likely August 13th, the Thursday of the um, Field of Dreams game for the New York Yankees later tonight. So that's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. As I'm recording, it's Wednesday, August 12th. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, Thursday, August 12th is when you are listening to this. As I'm recording, it is Wednesday, August 11th. Uh, I just finished up setting up the podcast, but before that, I was watching the Yankees uh, finish out that Royal Series. So, hope you're all doing well. Hope everything's going go- uh, good for you and, you know, we're uh, staying healthy and all that, so... Um, one second here. Alright, now we're all set. So, yeah, I don't know if there's too much to, to add to this little intro part of the part of the show, but the Yankees pretty much just went in there and they took care of the series in Kansas City before they, um, went back, back on a plane to Iowa, but... Obviously, that middle game was disappointing, uh, but the the two games outside that, the first and the third, were good, strong games by the Yankees. Uh, well, we're gonna get to that first one in a second. But before you guys, you know, do anything, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't yet subbed to the show, be sure to do that right now. You can sub to BD4 on the many platforms that we are on. You can even watch the podcast. Uh, the video version is on YouTube. So you can do that, but you can also listen to us as well. If you want to listen to the show, we are on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify. We are also on Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor, which is our sponsor, and many other platforms as well. Just make sure to subscribe to us on all those platforms. Um, we do Yankees episodes every series, and then once the Knicks start their season up, we're going to be doing Knicks episodes the usual time as well, every two games. I also write a blog on the Yankees and on the Knicks. The Yankees, we write it after every game, but this season, I, you know, I've been so busy. I've been doing most series recaps, um, and the Knicks, we do nightly recaps as well when they are in season. <clears throat> so the blog is called It's My Opinion. Um, and then you can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Taking a, uh, I'm trying not to go on Twitter anymore. Taking a mental break from that platform. Just because I'm, I'm like, when I'm watching the games, dude, I'm constantly finding myself tweeting about it and watching. And, and I hate going on two screens at once. That's one of my pet peeves. And 
that's why I took a break from Twitter. It's like last summer, towards the end of the year, last year, I took a big break from it because of that same reason. Uh, that was one of the reasons. And it's just so, like, I gotta, it makes your mind race. It's not good for my ADD. So, I'm, I'm off of there for, for hopefully forever, but... Uh, you can still follow me on there. I'm just taking a long break. Uh, maybe I'll come back eventually. Who knows? But very plenty active on Instagram. That's usually where you're going to see me most. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the podcast, and the blog. All that information I just mentioned to you, you can find on one website. Simple and easy. Go to my link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash RJ Carbone. All right. That will take you to my link tree. And... Um, yeah, no, thank you for stopping by. I know it's it's uh, it's late as I'm recording. So technically, as I'm recording, it is Thursday the 13th, but, or I keep saying the 13th, Thursday the 12th, but um, I just had a, I had a, a long, long day. You know, I had, I, had a, I had work in the morning, can't even fucking talk right now. I had work in the morning to the afternoon, then I had to come home and do some assignments, find out that I missed a deadline that I had no idea about. But, uh, professor's nice enough to, to give me a little leeway. Finish that. That's all on the books. Finals week is coming up. That's next week. And then once that's all over with, I got to figure out my schedule for the fall semester. Then I got to, you know, tweak my work schedule because of that. So I got a lot going on right now, man. And it sucks, but hopefully I can get back on campus. Um, as for college, uh, college is, 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 you know, uh, you always get people asking you how school, how school, like family members that you don't see and relatives. And like, usually people will give the bullshit. Oh, it's great. Yada, yada. I'm majoring in this. When people ask me, I'm going to be straight up. Like I'm tired of just saying, Oh, it's great. That shit sucks. Especially now. Like not, not that I'm doing poorly. I'm doing very well now. I'm about to graduate and get my, you know, worthless associates but in communication arts but the part that bothers me about school is how crazy the world is and how lonely i feel as a college student who doesn't exactly share the same views as the majority of my generation does and i'm a little older i'm 26 years old so most students on campus where i go are you know a little younger than that because they took school serious out the gate, unlike me. But I just, it, it's its difficult because the students are constantly talking about shit. The professors are kind of preaching this shit. And, and I think we all know what I'm talking about. You know, the, the societal issues and political issues and how school systems, or which direction a lot of school systems lean. Um, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. I love my professors. They're great. But sometimes it gets a little bit much. And, and maybe it's more the students. Maybe it's more the agenda that these professors are given. But it's tough sometimes for me to sit there and have to hear this shit. As somebody who doesn't exactly share the same views as, as my generation does. <laughs> but, so hopefully that that's that's why i'm like that's probably why i'm doing so well is because i want to get the hell out of there and get out of there as soon as i can but yeah right now i'm working on finishing my associates and as soon as i get that i'm gonna go on to the next one get my bachelor's and hopefully one day try to get my master's in something 
but that's that. That's my life story. Let's get to the game. Let's get to the series, and um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to everything when we get back. Uh, stay right with us. BRB. You are listening to RJ Carbone on BD4. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, you can do that right now. BD4 is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and you can also watch it on YouTube. There are plenty of other platforms to find this podcast. All you have to do is go to linktr.ee forward slash RJ Carbone. And that will take you to where you need to be. Linktr.ee forward slash RJ Carbone in order to subscribe to this podcast. And, you know, the the COVID thing keeps on coming. Every single day you look up and it's another guy. Today, I didn't even know there was one until I was listening to another podcast. And they said that, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Clay Holmes is the latest Yankee to be put on that list. So he's become a big, you know, a bigger piece of this bullpen lately since they acquired him. And he's now on the COVID DL. So add him to the list, uh, obviously, before the series began. We had gotten the news about Glaber Torres heading to the DL because of a thumb sprain, you know, when he was running to second base on that steal. So the injuries keep coming. Slash the the guys with the virus. I don't know how many guys it's up to now, but it's a lot. Hopefully they all recover quickly and, and safely. Um, but aside from that, you know, the overall outlook on this team right now is positive. You have to be proud of the way the Yankees are playing. It's they're on a long winning stretch. Um, and again, it's not just since the deadline either. You can go a little further back their last 31 games. I think only Tampa has a better winning percentage, uh, but the Yankees are 21 and 10, I believe in the, in the last 31 games, excuse me. Um, the, uh, you know, so they're playing good and, uh, Hopefully it continues. You know, I don't know what else to add to that, but it's tough because this Field of Dreams series we've got coming up, you would have loved to see some of these guys perform in it. Would have been nice to see Garrett Cole pitch there or Anthony Rizzo return back to Chicago or... No, I'm sorry. He's going to Iowa. But Anthony Rizzo, you know, it would have been cool to see him play there and, and, you know, some of these other guys who are on the list right now, but... Um, shit happens, and that's that. But as for this Kansas City series, let's get to this first game of the set. We'll recap it really quick, talk about everything after. All right, so, um, yeah, this is a couple nights ago. This was that crazy 11-inning victory where the Yankees took it 8-6. to six. Um, You had, at the start of this one, it was Jamison Tyone going up against Hernandez of Kansas City. You know, it's a scoreless game. It's a pitcher's battle, pitcher's duel until the seventh inning. Top of the seventh comes. You got Luke Voigt with the base hit to make it one nothing Yankees. 
Bottom of the seventh, though, the Royals um, get a run back. A sacrifice fly off of Johnny Lasagna. It's a tie game at one. Then you get to the top of the eighth. The Yankees answer back again. Uh, this time with two outs, two strikes. The go-ahead runner is on base. Judge gets a base hit, ties the game, uh, or gives the Yankees the lead, two to one. Bottom of the eighth, though, KC comes back. Former friend of Boston, Benintendi, now with KC, gets the base hit off Chad Green to lock it up at two. Top of the ninth, Luke Voigt coming through with a huge home run. You know, when he hit this home run, put pushed it to three to two Yankees. You thought this was going to be the one to win the game. I was texting my buddy Ryan, um, who has his own, him and his uh, brother and, and one of their pals, I think, have their own podcast, which is huge. It's it's actually a legit podcast. It's it's big and everything. Um, not that they need me shouting them out, but if you want to go listen to it, with NYY Sports Talk, everybody knows who they are. They're big on Twitter and on social media. But I was texting Ryan and, you know, telling him how Luke Voigt, this may spark him. The, the Rizzo acquisition, the Rizzo deal may spark somebody like Luke Voigt. And he actually brought up a good point. It could spark him or it could do what it did in Game 3 against Seattle, which it could kind of, or Game 4, kind of um, do the opposite of that, you know. So we'll see. But that happens. But then the bottom of the ninth, Britain cannot get the save. And this is one of four blown saves in the game for the Yankees, tying a major league record or breaking. Um, he lets up the RBI single to make it 3-3 three to three tie ball game. Excuse me. Uh, top of the 10th comes along. Higgy, the sack fly. Guardy, a single off of Richard Lovelady. Thank God we didn't lose to a guy named Lovelady. Um, but instead, we push up the lead to 5-3. to three. Bottom of the 10th comes. Clay Holmes gives it right back. It's a 5-5 five, five tie. Top of the 11th, DJ LeMayhew with a double to right field. Then you have Guardy with the infield single off um, off somebody's... Was it their leg or their face? Don't remember, man. It was a few days ago. But that's a base hit. Scores a run. 8-5 to five Yankees after 11. And then the bottom of the 11th, the Royals do get one run off of Wadi Peralta. But doesn't matter. The Yankees get the 8-6 to six victory. <clears throat> so, yeah, good win. Uh, we blew four saves, but we still figure out a way to win this game. And you go back to it, and once again, a brilliant performance from Jamison Tyone. He goes six strong, four hits, one run, no earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts, 87 pitches. Um, would have liked to see him stretched out, but... You know, Lasagna comes in to face the top portion of the lineup. Couldn't get it done, but, you know, I'm not going to kill Boone for that. Um, but he now owns a 3.82 ERA. And um, offensively, the Yankees go and grab eight runs on 11 hits, five walks. They strike out seven times, hit into two double plays, and go seven for 17 with runners in scoring position. So it was a good offensive uh, stat line for the Yankees there. He had Gardy. Judge, DJ, Wade, and Voight all with multi-hit performances. Voight with the homer. Guardy with three ribbies. So, that was that. This was the game where uh, Boone got tossed. There was that balk call on Johnny Lasagna, I think it was. 
Another one of those ticky-tack balks that doesn't have anything to do with deceiving a base runner. It was just one of those things where you have to look at the replay five times to actually recognize it. And, you know, it had Cone going off again, as he usually does with these types of ball calls. Rightly so. And um, other than that, good win. Uh, the judge, obviously, there's a judge play at the plate, called out, not overturned because there was not enough evidence. But the Yankees did pick up the victory. Again, 8-6. to six. Uh, game two of the series, when you move on to game two, it is the, uh, this was the loss, the ugly four to eight loss. You had Cortez going up against Lynch, bottom of the first, Cortez gets hit with a Perez bomb, two nothing Casey Royals, top of the third comes, we score on a wild pitch again, because what else do we do? Uh, it's two to one Royals, leads cut in half, uh, but then the fourth comes, top of the fourth. Higgy, a big two-run blast. This was, uh, I was at my sister's place watching the game here. This happened right when we, right before we left to go out to dinner. It was, his, it was her birthday. And Higgy gets the big two-run blast. And every time I go over to my sister's to watch, the, if we're doing something, I'll put the game on over there. And it's always Higgy hitting a home run every time I go over to her apartment. It's crazy. I... Like when I was not, he was when he was hot earlier in the year, and he was uh, one of the top two, maybe the leader in home runs in the Yankees at the time. It, it was like most of those homers were while I was at her apartment. It's 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 getting a little creepy, so I may have to keep going over there. Maybe he'll take the uh, starting catcher spot. He's a guy I like to root for, man. I know he's you know, he's not, he's a light hitter, but it, it's fun when he is performing well at the plate. Something about it. So he gets the big bomb in the fourth to make it 3-2 to two Yankees. But fifth inning comes. You've got Merrifield stealing third. Then Higgy, you know, he had a tough defensive game. Um, he overthrows, and then Merrifield ends up coming home. It's a tie game at three. Top of the six comes. DJ with a single. Base hit makes it 4-3 to three Yankees. Um, that was all for the Yankees, though. Bottom of the six, it kind of unravels a bit. Perez, another home run off Cortez. Uh, Ridings comes in. He struggles with his command. Dozier a double, and then makes it five to four Royals. Bottom of the seventh. Alberto a sack. Lopez a sack to squeeze it. Seven to four Royals. Bottom of the eighth. Nelson comes in and he's throwing balls again. Typical Nelson style. Then he gives up a run off a sack. Eight to four KC. Um, so that was the final score. Cortez not as great, you know. He wasn't horrible, but he definitely wasn't as great as he's been. Um, not very crisp. It was, it was a, a game you expected. A little bit of a regression outing for a guy who had a 215 entering this one. Um, you know, KC came out aggressive on him. They were swinging away. Uh, but he ends up going 5.2, so he gave them a little bit of length regardless. Seven hits, five earned, four, I'm sorry, five runs, four earned. Not a walk, but five strikeouts and two homers allowed. Ridings, uh, again, just kind of like Cortez. He's been so good lately that he had a bit of a regression outing. He was sitting 96. One second. But he, um, just, it was like kind of, he just got too much of the plate. He was just throwing it right down the pipe and no command. And he kind of got banged around a bit. He had the throwing error, so he ends up going two-thirds of an inning, two hits, Two runs, one earned. Um, Nelson came in after that. He now has 16 walks in his last dozen innings. So that's 
as bad as you can get. He doesn't throw strikes. Um, he's got a lot of good stuff. He's got the power changeup, and he's got the power fastball, but, man, he can't throw strikes. Is it a mechanical issue? I don't know. They're going to have to work on him. Matt Blake and, and everybody else is going to have to work with him in the offseason because he's, he's a mess this year. Not the year for Nick Nelson. Uh, the Bats go for five hits, six walks, 14 strikeouts, one for five scoring position. Um, yeah, DJ, Stanton, Judge, Higgy, and Velasquez, one hit apiece, and that was about it. Higgy the homer, Higgy two RBIs. Defense had four errors. Uh, Higgy had two of them. Voight a fielding error. And then Ridings, like we said, that throwing error. Um, but that was game two. Game three, the Yankees get this one earlier today. Um, as you're listening to this yesterday, a 5-2 to two victory to finish out the series with a 2-3 to three, or a 2 out of 3 victory. Um, and that makes sense. Bullpen game, pretty much for the Yankees. Litke opens up and then they just go a bunch of guys out of the pen. Um, top of the first, Voight, 2 RBI single. Then you have Odor getting an RBI base hit as well. 3 nothing Yankees before you look up. But the bottom of the first, Perez gets a ground ball out, brings in a run 3-1. to one. Top of the fourth, DJ and Judge, base hits to score runs. It's 5-1 to one Yankees. Bottom of the fifth, off of Jolie Rodriguez, 5-2. to two, But the Yankees end up winning regardless, and another good win. Five runs on 12 hits, four walks, and seven strikeouts, two double plays, four for 11 in scoring position. You had LeMahieu. Aaron Judge, Odor, and Wade, two hits apiece. Um, nobody homered, but Voigt did have two RBIs. And on the pitching side of things, Litke starts. He goes two innings, one run, one K. And then you have Abreu, Joely, Green, Lasagna, and Britton going seven innings, one run, eight Ks. And um, Green got the win. Green was throwing good. He was throwing a lot of curveballs. He mixed it up. He had 16 curves and then 10, uh, 15 fastballs. So he was mixing it up pretty well. And that was it. That was the series right there. That's your little recap of the series if you missed it. Um, but it's really all I have to add. This is, a, you know, it's going to be another episode where it's not going to go the full length. Um, but um, sorry, man. I just don't have the motivation to go the full hour anymore. <laughs> Nobody watches or listens to this thing, so it's hard to, to do all this work and edit. The longer it goes, the more I have to edit. So it's like, all right, I'm just going to cut it in half. We'll just do the 30-minute episodes instead. Um, but if you are, if by chance there's any human being listening to this, thank you. Or watching, thank you. Um, Jamison Tyone, I, I think he's one of the guys you look at right now and you say, wow, if he continues to pitch this brilliantly... When Severino comes back, or if Severino comes back, and, and you have yourselves a pretty solid rotation if everybody else holds their own. Uh, but I really don't know if they're going to milk Severino or not. Uh, I'm expecting them to milk the guy. But as for Tyone, man, he continues to pitch gems. Um, he's now got a 2.11 ERA in his last 10 starts. The team is 8-2 and two during those games. Um, but in his last 7 starts, he's got a 1.25 and the team is 6-1 and one during those games. He's, again, he's still pitching very similar to the way he, he's still pitching the way he has all year. He's throwing a lot of high heat, relying on that fastball, but it's just that it's working. He's not getting bit as much the third time around through the order. Um, 
he's just pitching well. And now he's got an ERA down in the 380s after being all the way up to the high fives earlier in the year. He's been pitching so well over the last month plus that his ERA has now become a respectable ERA. You can actually say that Jamison Tyone is having a good season for the Yankees, which is something I didn't ever think I'd say. But, you know, the guy had two Tommy Johns, man. He was coming off two of those things. So, I get it. Or coming off another one of those things. So, I get it. Um, also, who had a good series was uh, DJ LeMayu, man. Uh, DJ has not had a ton of hot stretches, but right now he's on one of his hotter stretches of the year. Um, he's heating up, hopefully. You know, he was switched around a bit in the order of this series. We saw him bat lower in the order, and it went well. He was 5 for 13. That's 385 batting average. He had some swings that looked very resemblant of the 2019 or 2020 DJ LeMayu. You know, and the power was there. That's that's one of the things he hasn't brought in all year is the power. But he hit a triple, he had a double, and he had a pair of RBIs. So the average now on the season for DJ is at 270. So you get in bat you, if you get him batting, you know, 290 by the end of the year, that would be great. I would take it. Um, but yeah, he, he, I think he's key. He needs to get right in order for the Yankees to have a successful season, right? He's key in getting them into the playoffs. And then if we're there, he's key in getting them deeper in because he's one of those guys who balance out the lineup in terms of making contact and spraying the ball around and hitting at a high volume when a lot of other guys in this lineup, as we know, are very three true outcome guys. Um, Tyler Wade even had a big series. I'll give him credit. You know, he's got the batting average up to 253 on the year. Um, he's making plays in the field. He's bunting. He's driving the ball some. He's stealing bases. He had two steals today. Uh, I don't care about matchups. I don't care about lefty righty, righty lefty. You got to play this kid. If he's going to hit well, play him. That's what you got to do. You got to ride the hot hand. Ride the hot hand until Torres gets back. Torres comes back. Then you say goodbye to Wade. Um, Brett Gardner's hitting well. He's got a five-game hit streak where he's six for 17, 353 during the streak. Uh, Aaron Judge remaining consistent. He's had a good series. He's continuing to hit the ball well, as he's done all year. Luke Voigt looked good. Four ribbies, three hits, a homer, a walk in the series. And, uh, yeah, a lot of guys look good. You know, kind of a quiet series for Stanton. Uh, Joey Gallo continues to suck. One for ten this series with three walks, four strikeouts. Um, listen, this is who he's going to be. He'll get hot eventually. But when he's not hot, it's going to look very bad. And that's kind of why I'm not the biggest fan of this acquisition. I know he we didn't give up anything. We gave up, we gave up you know, a bag of peanuts and, and some pennies. But in terms of helping the Yankees on the field become a World Series product. I don't know that Joey Gallo is my favorite idea, but okay. <laughs> He's here. Overall, man, yeah, the Yankees are now 63 and 51. You know, they have a 553 winning percentage, putting them six games back from the American League East division and two games behind Boston for the wild card. And um, that's it. To Iowa we go from here. We go to the Field of Dreams to play the Chicago Sox Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's, there's a, a day off in between there. 
But um, that's it, guys. I, I just hope that we continue to win. I like the way they're playing right now. They seem to be playing a brand of baseball that is watchable and it's more exciting. I've just been so tired, so maybe that has to do with my lack of motivation lately. Um, a lot going on. and all. Again, I know I've been absent in the blog, but not that anybody le reads along with it. Uh, but I'm going to try to get back to that as soon as I can. I've, I've just been very tired and busy, and, and we'll see what happens. But hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night. We are going to break, but when we get back, we'll finish it off with the NYY, NYK question of the day. Stay with us. You can follow me on Facebook at r.j.carbone. You can follow me on Instagram at robjcarbone. And you can follow me on Twitter at nysportstalkrc. And if you want to follow along with the blog that I write, subscribe to It's My Opinion on nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. You know, it's been a bit since I've watched Field of Dreams. I want to say about a year ago. I, I don't remember a lot, to be honest with you. Do not, I do not remember a ton about the movie. I just know it, it was very like... What's the word for it? Not cozy. But like a very... Uh, I really don't know the word for it. You know what I mean, though? It's like a homey feeling. Some kind of vibe it gives you. It's like a warm... like. It's just very soothing and calm, I guess. But it was a cool movie. I, I gotta rewatch it. I don't remember a ton. But, um... Yeah, last time out... Now, this is episode 272 of BD4. Episode 272 of the podcast. But in episode 271, our NYYNYK question of the day was... What year did Derek Jeter win his first World Series MVP? And the answer to that question is... 2000 that's when he won his first and only i think world series mvp um now this episode 272 our nyy nyk question of the day kind of has a little bit to do you know kind of piggybacking off this the year before Derek jeter won his world series mvp in 2000 which other yankee won it in 1999 all right so when they won the series in 99 who was the World Series MVP for the Yankees? Jeter was 2000. Who won it in 99? So give me the answer. You can message me the answer on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or comment the answer once I publish the promo to this podcast. And again, if you're going to answer the question, preferably on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not, I'm not trying not to go on Twitter as much. So... One of those platforms, just let me know, and I'll give you a shout-out in the next podcast. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you did, thanks for listening and watching. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe to this podcast, BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees index analysis. And I think that's all I've got. Hope you guys have a wonderful, blessed rest of the week. And um, 
Yeah, man. Thank you for tuning in. That's all I've got. I'll see you next time. Ciao. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Podcasting made easy. 